What is up, guys? How's it going this morning? Uh, Ryan Taus here, your host for Church UX. Um, yeah, I'm just getting another day started. Um, my morning looked a little different today. I didn't get to work out yesterday, so I went and hit the gym this morning, so I'm going into work. Um, just uh, I think I'm going to talk a little bit more behind the scenes. Um, so... This week, we've gotten back from, kind of got the whole team here. We're trying to get in the full swing of just getting the momentum back. Um, it's a new year, so we're trying to bring words and clarity to our roadmap, what we're working on, and getting those big rocks put together. Um, I'm also got an intern, design intern coming on board. So today, I am going to be spending some time um, thinking through how to onboard him you know like uh, I've already put down some documentation around what is the product designer's uh, role and responsibilities so there's a big paper doc available for him and it was really good for me to put that together so if you don't have one to reference and I'd encourage you to just go ahead and do it yourself pull up that google doc pull up the paper doc and just go to town and it was really hard to start but, you know, that's the hardest part of starting. And so just power through that, sit down. Um, I've been using a lot of the Pomodoro method lately. And what that looks like is working in 25-minute increments, taking a break for five, then after you complete it, four or five of those. Take a long break for 10 or 15 minutes. And let me tell you what, that really helped break up that document. You know, the first 25-minute segment is just diving in putting the headphones on, make sure you got your coffee or your snack or whatever you might need to just give you that focus time and space. And then, you know, you hit the next 25 minutes, kind of looking at, you kind of got the groove. You might go back and, and see where this thing's actually, you know, you got the words, you just kind of threw them out on the page. Now you're going to bring a little bit more structure to it. Anyways, it's good. So I've got that ready. And I think that's a great way to start. I can't wait to get his feedback. It's the first time I've ever done that. Um, let you guys in on a little meeting that happened yesterday. Um, we're trying to figure out, uh, it's been expressed from our leadership that, um, they need some partnership from us to help cast a vision for where we're going and what we, where we want to go with our products and services. And so the interactive team met yesterday um, the designers and PM, and we just tried to bring words and tried to paint the picture of where we want to go. And let me tell you guys, it's a difficult conversation um, to have. A, for us, we've kind of been down this road a few times, um, and then it's just hard to bring those visuals. And I think one of the big problems that me and a coworker were able to walk away from that meeting and kind of digest is, um, I think it's leadership trying to involve the team in the decision-making process and other leaders are trying to, you know, trying to bring, but the problem with that, and I think you guys may or may not have heard this term, the group think that's happening there is really what's affecting and causing the lack of momentum, the lack of action, it's just a bunch of ideation, a bunch of conversation, a bunch of um, um, uh, hypothesizing. So just if you're out there and you find yourself in those meetings where you keep casting the vision, keep casting the vision, but you've yet to really, and you've, 
someone will inevitably have chimed into the conversation and said, this is really what we need to tackle. If we haven't put action to that, that's what you need to focus on. Um, help, Help bring focus to the problem and put action to it. Because it's only then that the roadmap becomes even more clear as to what, you know, it's the time I looked like to solve that problem. Was that problem more complex or more simple? And that releases you to the next stage where you can really figure out, well, what's the next thing that we want to do? Uh, try to unpack that more. Again, these segments, uh, uh, Hope Anchor at some point provides me to do more than just a five-minute segment. But that's just some early morning thoughts, what I'm heading into today. Um, I'll probably jump on here again, and we'll wrap this up into an episode. All right, guys. Later. Hey, guys. How's it going? So, um, wrapping up my day, um, it was a pretty crazy Friday. Fridays are usually pretty chill, but... Um, I don't know if it's kind of the real first week back, but man, the offices were hopping, people were getting work done. Um, so for me personally, there was some development that happened today. Uh, in my culture, we're really about owning your own, uh, growth personally and, um, within the team workforce environment. And I went ahead three years ago, I took this test, but through some conversations, I just decided to, hey, maybe I should take this test again. And I took what's called an uh, emotional intelligence uh, test. It's called EQI. So I don't know if maybe some of you guys are familiar with that. If you're not, um, I don't know if this is something that your culture reinforces or is a test that that can be made available for you. You might check it out online. it was really great. Um, you just never go, know going into those conversations what's going to happen, what's going to unfold. But um, something that really came across to me were areas that would help me improve being a product designer. So I found areas that were very strong in and really I was decently surprised that there were areas, you know, overall the score was great. I'm a pretty balanced person. Some people may believe it or may not believe that, but according to this test, and again, tests are not 100% foolproof, but uh, it seemed to be pretty balanced, but some areas that came up that I identified and my leader helped me identify were areas of um, interpersonal relationship. Uh, I think empathy was kind of one of the major ones, which really stuck out to me just because as a product designer, the more that we can deploy empathy, the better um, the product will be. And the better we understand and work with empathy, the more we can put ourselves in the shoes of not only the users, but um, our teammates and the stakeholders who we're ultimately selling these ideas to. And so just wanted to share that stuff with you. I think if you're a product designer out there or you're working on a product team, not only should you be concerned with the systems and the processes, but take a look at yourself, own some self-development, you know, and I don't know if that's going to come through knowing your personality. Um, there's some personality tests out there, uh, some other kind of strength finders test, uh, our culture, and we, we learn all those things. So those are all really valuable 
elements and, and perspectives we can look through ourselves. Um, but yeah, please, and this can be as simple, honestly, as just going to those around you, um, family, friends, coworkers, and asking them two questions. Here's something real practical for you. It's just like, where do you see, what are the strengths you see in me? And what are my weaknesses? It could be as simple as that, you know? Answer the questions yourself. Write those questions down. You know, where am I strong at? Where do I think I exceed? Where do I get my energy from? What are the things that, man, when, I'm, when I put um, effort into those things, I really enjoy them. I feel like I just kind of um, do a tremendous job. I got a lot of energy around that. And then what are the weaknesses? What are the things that I feel like I just don't have a lot of confidence in? I have a lot of self-doubt in that kind of stuff. Write those down so you have the answer and then go to those who are closest to you and ask them those same two questions. Ask them to write down their answers and and then compile everything and review that. And I think that will give you just a baseline of some areas you can grow in and develop in. And, And really, it's not about focusing on the areas you suck in you know it's good to be enlightened it's good to be like oh man i'm doing so good there i didn't really see that that was a curveball but take those as opportunities to leverage whatever your strengths are to help balance out those weaknesses and sometimes it is owning something and improving on it and sometimes it's figuring out how you can use a strength and leverage that in a unique way to balance out that a weakness but that's ultimately for you to determine. So I just wanted to share that thought with you guys, ending my day. I hope you guys had a great day. Um, We'll probably be back Monday. All right, later.